Blog Talk Radio. St. Germain welcoming you to uh, Crystal Silence League Hour. It is uh, December 11th, 2020. I don't know what harmonic confluence that number means to us. Well, let's, hey, let's add it up. It's 2222, isn't it? 211 2022. It's, <laughs> it's, it's like, it's like a, <laughs> this is a radio show, not, <laughs> not, not the Chattanooga Choo Choo, Clarence. Um, it's like a Three Stooges joke, isn't it? Two 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 two. So what are you trying to do? Call the railroad station. Um, uh, but uh, two 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 two. Um, two and two's four, six and eight. So uh, that's an eight day, isn't it? A day to deal with practical concerns, and that's what we try to do here on the Crystal Silence League Hour. Deal with your practical concerns. We deal with the practical use of crystals and crystal balls, crystals and crystal balls, and uh, that's what we're going to do tonight. We're going to talk about uh, lemon quartz, lemon quartz, which is a pretty little thing, um, often mistaken for citrine, but citrine is a little more orangey than lemon quartz, and um, you can usually tell the difference between them. Lemon uh, quartz is sometimes mistaken for yellow kyanite too. I've I've seen that done. I've seen lemon quartz put in a bowl and labeled yellow kyanite and sold for a lot more than lemon quartz is usually sold for. You know, like five or six times more. I've I've, I've said, hey, this is uh, lemon quartz, not yellow kyanite. Oh no, sir, you're mistaken. And I say, I, you can actually tell if you scratch it against uh, garnet. 
um, because kyanite and quartz have different hardnesses, but uh, oh well. Who might interfere with the free economy? Uh, not, not I. I shall not. I shall not do that. Um, so why don't we um, talk about a few things. We will talk about the Crystal Silence League, then we'll talk about our crystals, and then we'll go pray because, you know, the Crystal Silence League was a prayer service originally. Uh, founded by Mr. Claude Alexander Conlon around um, uh, 1917 or so for the purpose of uh, projecting positive prayer and affirmation to all of its members and anyone else in need of prayer and affirmation. And when he passed away in uh, 1954, he took the league with him until 2009 or so when uh, magical adepts of uh, Missionary Independent Spiritual Church brought it back to life. Missionary Independent Spiritual Church is now the Association of Independent Spiritual Churches and can be found at that website and that Facebook page. And the Crystal Silence League is at www.crystalsilenceleague.org, which is quite a bit to type in, isn't it? But if you Google, get on the Googles and type in Crystal Silence League, it'll take you right to it. And we have a prayer page where you can uh, type in your prayers and uh, put in your prayer petitions, and we'll all pray for you. Prayer is always free. We're not mercenaries. We don't charge you for prayer. And... Um, uh, as some of the televangelists like to do, they'll say, send us a lot of money and we'll pray for you. We, we don't ask you for that. Although we do have a gift shop, and if you buy something from us, we'll send you a free copy of the Secrets of the Crystal Silence League book with your order. And we have church fans and stuff, too, that are kind of cool and uh, lots of stuff. Um, so, uh, you know, check us out if you haven't before. We have lots of people who have been with us for years and years since the inception. And uh, and uh, prayer often works. We we have um, lots of testimonials that will tell you that prayer often works. So let's talk about lemon quartz for a little bit. Um, it's a very uplifting and sunny sort of quartz. It's a joyous quartz, a, a mood elevating quartz. Um, You'll find it can come uh, in a wide variety of yellow. It can be very pale yellow, and it can be a very vibrant yellow, depending on your uh, application. Um, it's uh, like most quartzes. Um, uh, it doesn't necessarily need to be cleansed or discharged. And uh, I'll tell you that it is uh, associated with uh, mental activity and with emotional activity. It can help you with focus and clarity of mind. It can help you with decision making. Uh, if you're in a down mood, uh, along with other uh, things that can help uplift your mood, uh, it's not a cure or a treatment for clinical depression. But along with treatments for clinical depression, it, you may find it helpful to lift your mood. It can help bring your uh, energy level up. It can help uh, uplift negative mindsets. It's said to help clear the aura of negative energies. Uh, it can help you with uh, issues pertaining to self-doubt, uh, lack of confidence. Uh, there are those who say that it can help with anxiety. And uh, there are those who say it helps with cravings and matters of addiction. Um, and uh, if you're uh, injured and you're healing from injuries, uh, and uh, I, I'll testify to this, uh, when I was recovering from rotator 
cuff surgery, I used uh, uh, amber, amethyst, uh, lemon quartz, and um, uh, citrine. Um, I, I didn't put all those in my sling because I would have probably pulled my arm off after surgery, but I, I rotated a lot of these. And um, and a purple and yellow kyanites uh, help the recovery of my surgery. And, uh, you know, you do a lot of stretching after rotator cuff surgery, and I recovered. Uh, it was uh, remarked upon by my surgeon and my therapist. I recovered very fast. It helped with the pain, and the pain is the uh, biggest hurdle from rotator cuff surgery. It's very painful recovery. Um, that's uh, uh, lemon quartz, and I hope you um, check it out. It's not an expensive stone at all. Yellow kyanite can be expensive, and uh, some of the other yellow stones uh, sure can, but uh, yellow, lemon quartz is is not. And, you know, quartz can um, store energy of other stones. One of the things you do as a healer, for instance, like with kyanite, if you want to send a stone home with someone, to hold for a while, a lot of times those stones never make it back to you. People just keep them. They don't come back with them. You say, here, I'm going to let you have this for two weeks, come back with it, and they don't. Um, if you do that with kyanite, you may be out of a $100 stone, but what you can do with kyanite is leave it next to a piece of quartz, and the uh, kyanite will um, um, uh infuse its energy into the quartz for a, for an amount of time, not forever, but for an amount of time. And you can give them the quartz that has remembered the kyanite energy. Not as strong as the kyanite, but close enough. And they can uh, take the quartz home because it will, uh, it will remember energy, it will store energy, it will transmute energy and transfer energy. And uh, they can use it as though it were that piece of kyanite. Um, very useful and lemon quartz is good with lemon with yellow quartz uh, uh, you can get blue quartz that is good for blue kyanite etc it just helps this helps resonate just some useful in information and uh, make an infusion of it of course an elixir uh, and use the elixir so it's a very useful very useful stone if you saw my chapels there's um, it looks like Aladdin's cave. It glistens with stones and crystals of every description and every type. Um, it's a, it, it's quite uh, glittery. It's a very glittery uh, premise. It's very not for such a small space. I have three buildings for such small spaces. There's lots and lots and lots of crystals, crystal balls. Crystal Silence League. If we go to the prayer page at crystalsilenceleague.org, um, we have lots of prayers. We get anywhere from one to 200 prayers a week. And if I refresh the page, I'll tell you that uh, from the last time I looked at it, I go over there right before the show and uh, select a few prayers to read. And if I refresh the page, there'll be, uh, you know, 20, 25 more just between the time I last looked at it and now. So we get the uh, most current prayers for you. And uh, I pray for these prayers, uh, the people who set them, and uh, we read them aloud. So uh, if you'd like to join me, feel free to do so with your crystal balls or without it. I, I have a big crystal ball on my uh, desk in front of me that I use uh, to concentrate upon. And even though I'm speaking, I, I step into the silence and project outward. So why don't we start with uh, prayer ID 90959 who says uh, she prays um, 
that my marriage will be safe and secure. My marriage is about to break up. Please, I need your prayers that it won't. Amen. Let's pray to keep the marriage together. And prayer ID 90958, who prays Psalm 90. Please pray for me. Lord, thou hast been our dwelling place in all generations. Thou hast set our iniquities before thee, and let the beauty of the Lord our God be upon us, and establish thou upon us the work of our hands. Yea, the work of our hands, establish thou it. Psalm 90. I'm just going to check and make sure my mic is on, so I didn't mute it. One show, I muted my mic. You know, I mute it when the music is playing, and I came back. And I forgot to turn it on, so I talked for 35 minutes, and the mute was on. And uh, it was probably the most interesting show we ever did. And you know, somebody texted me and said, "Hey, your your mute is on." Oh, okay. Prayer ID 90957. Dear Crystal Silence League friends, please pray for immediate and strong help for me in the area of weight loss and weight control. I desperately need to find a weight loss plan that's healthy and not painful to maintain over the long run. Bless each of you so much. I'm getting desperate. Amen. I'll, I'll tell you, this person, this person alone, don't inundate me with requests. And I know, I, I know this person's name, so don't say, "Hey, that was me." Uh, I have a a, a weight reduction hypnosis uh, uh, CD. It's an it's an audio. And you can get it as a downloadable audio file now instead of a CD because CD players are a thing of the past, right? Um, available on my website, uh, johnsgjonsg.com. And it's normally $20. Um, and you listen to it for 21 days. And it's a hypnosis audio. So don't listen to it while you're driving because you'll go to sleep and drive off the road. You know, I'm not responsible for that. But this one person who's praying here, if you're listening... Um, I will give you this free. Just t contact me, and I'll send it to you. But don't don't everybody call. Oh, I want that free one. No, no, because I, I do this for a living. But this one person who's praying for this, your prayer is answered. And I'll, I'll give you this. Uh, but don't everybody say, hey, I need this. So, um, you know, the rest of y'all, you got to pay for it. I also do a mojo bag for weight reduction. I also do a mojo bag and a hypnosis um, audio for uh, smoking and uh, other habits, so um, go, go check that out. Prayer ID 90955. Brothers and sisters, I come to you in light that God is creator of all things, and that the, through God all living things have breathed into them the breath of his life and love. My car, Averill, oh gosh, uh, has been suffering. My car has, has been suffering with some depression and anxiety lately following some remodeling and renovations in our home and he's very scared and jittery he's also having some ear issues hmm, ear issues prayers that as god grants and looks after our needs that he brings peace and comfort amen my car okay um hmm. prayer id nine i guess car okay I, i'm just going to accept it as it is prayer id nine zero nine five four my boyfriend has lived a hard life as a result, he refuses to take care of himself. He has depression that he won't have treated. He refuses his doctor's advice about his physical health, even though it could save his life. He's going to die sometime, he reasons. He has friends, and there's quotes around that, that bring stress, drama to him and use him for their own selfish ends. He escapes into video games. 
Please pray for him to heal from past traumas, cast off evil people and influences, and take care of himself. Thank you. Amen. Prayer ID not. I'm going to address that very thing later on tonight. Uh, remind me if I forget. Prayer ID 90953. I ask the Crystal Silence League, the Divine Providence, gods, goddesses, please pray for me that any obstacles, curses, spells, blockages, negativity of any kind are removed and banished forever from me and my family's life, breaking the cycle of negativity and bad luck and replacing with positivity and good luck. Curses, spells will vanish. Any negativity of any kind will transform to positive opening all roads for success, good luck and prosperity, and life will improve from now on. Blessed be and thank you all. Amen. Oh, that's a good prayer. I love that one. Um, prayer ID 90951. It's my last semester at my dream school. I'm struggling to get out of bed since I just broke up with an abusive partner who helped me when, who helped me when my wrists and hands were so broken from carpal tunnel and tendonitis that I could, couldn't hold a fork. I've never loved somebody so much, and I'm really struggling to cope. I've got a dream internship, and I can't focus in my classes or do the work for it. Ten years to get here. I'm so overwhelmed and heartbroken about my lost love and risk. Please send healing. Amen. That's, that's horrible. Um, hang in there. You know, hang in there. Stand strong. Prayer ID 90950. Quickly and positively sell my present home. Do some St. Joseph work with that. And we have uh, the same persons praying to heal and bless and make positive and prosperous any legal cases. And also to heal and bless any sexual problems. And also permanently remove any curses. And also to um, um, have something about bless and heal all his pets. I'll amend all that for him. You can put all that in one prayer. Um, we have prayer ID 90941. Lord, I ask that you work a miracle for my auntie VY to be healed. Lord, Father God, give my family the strength to go through this with my auntie and to be strong for her. I ask that you be with her and her children and grandkids. Lord, I know you can do the unthinkable. Please help my auntie and deliver her. Amen. Thank you, Father God, in the name of Jesus. Let's have a moment of uh, silent, if I get over there, a moment of silent prayer and meditation for all those in need of healing.
Amen. Gosh, how's the weather where you guys are? We've been raining for weeks now. The uh, schools have been out for all last week and all this week, and um, businesses have been closed and stuff. And uh, people said, oh, it's the end of the world. It's the apocalypse. It's not, I, I don't think it is the apocalypse and the rapture. Um, if it were the rapture, um, uh, I wouldn't be here. I'm still here, so it can't be the rapture. Uh, but man, it's the flood. I want to build an ark. and I'll be doing the Crystal Silence League next week from the ark with all the animals. and uh, So there'll be a lot of background noises. There'll be two of every animal. And uh, my dog Evie and my cat Figaro um, will be in charge of rounding them all up. So next week, the ark episode of the Crystal Silence League. Episode 200, probably. It'll be episode 200. We'll be doing it from the uh, from the new Ark floating down Broadway Street. The Russian floodwaters. Uh, but this is an unusually precipitation. Um, yeah, ear precipitation. It's uh, very strange. Uh, I have to consult my astrologist to see what's going on. There's a convergence this year. Uh, planetary convergence of Saturn um, and uh, presidents elected in the year 2020 uh, Harrison Lincoln Kennedy uh, Reagan etc all of whom were uh, uh, I'm not, I'm not going to say it on the air but all of whom uh, met with um, aggression and all of whom apparently every president who died in office uh, were elected in a uh, a year that ended in zero, and you know certain things happen. So uh, I don't think if I were running for office this year, I would be an anxious uh, for that distinction. Um, so those of you who think I would make a good president, if uh, nominated, I won't accept, and if elected, I will not serve. I, I plan on living to be 150. We were uh, talking about. Uh, some of the laws of new thought and one of those was the law of non-resistance and uh, uh, a lot of this involves the uh, uh, some of the new agey ideas about avoiding negativity and uh, um, not doing the uh, um, um, some of the uh, uh, strange things that come up and uh, I'll tell you that as a uh, as a spiritual advisor and spiritual counselor, uh, I deal with a lot of this. And I'll, I'll tell you that many, many years ago, I was involved in a lot of 12-step programs. And I, I do love the 12-step programs. Uh, there's a, a lot of very gritty, down-to-earth advice. And uh, man, many of these things I, I apply. I still do. And one of this is accountability. Uh, you learn accountability in 12-step programs. And uh one of the things about new thought is, yes, you are responsible for your actions, um, and you are responsible for what you are. And um, um, they uh, used to say things in AA like, uh, um, um, oh, gosh, I can't remember this one thing. It says, you know, they'd say, uh, yes, this is a, a pure AA, and it was like absolute asshole or something like that. But the uh, the idea is that, you can't blame anybody else for who you are. And <clears throat> there's this um, tendency to do just that. Um, you know, people say, well, I had 
a bad childhood. That's why I do what I do. And by doing so, you give yourself permission to be who you are. Uh, you know, I'm I'm a drunk because I had a bad childhood. No, you're drunk because you're a drunk. This is exactly what you're told in AA. Well, I'm a drunk because of genetics. No, you're a drunk because you're a drunk. Uh, I'm a drunk because my dad was a drunk. No, your dad was a drunk because he was a drunk. You're a drunk because you're a drunk. And uh, there are people who don't want to hear this, and uh, but it's a fact. And you're responsible for your own. You know, I'm, I lay around all day and don't do anything because uh, I'm, I have a genetic predisposition toward depression and addiction. No, you lay around all day and do nothing because you lay around all day and do nothing. You have a responsibility to get up and do something. Well, I have a serotonin, dopamine, neuro, no, 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 you don't. You're, you lay, you're justifying behavior. And um, um, get up and do something. And I'm going to tell you that even clinically, um, I used to sit in on uh, group therapy and stuff, and the therapist would say, you know, part of what we do is their therapy when they're institutionalized for depression and stuff is make them get out of bed and do things. And uh, so this is all part of what we do in um, in New Thought. And um, when we start making excuses for ourselves, it's a very slippery slope. You know, I, I've been through a lot. So I'm going to give myself permission to recover from this. Um, now, I am going to be um, 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 I'm going to have to uh, not be absolute with that. Um, there, there are terrible things that happen to people, and uh, recovery is necessary. You know, grief has to be processed and stuff. Um, uh, I'm not going to be an absolutist about this, and I want to tell you a lot of people don't like to hear this. What a big problem is when we start excusing other people uh, for being bad to us, uh, being mean to us. Uh, you know, well, my boyfriend uh, had a had a hard childhood. Um, you know, so you know he drinks and he, uh, uh, you know, he he says he had a bad childhood. His dad was a drunk, so that's why he drinks and that's why he can't get help uh, no he's a drunk he drinks because he's a drunk and he's not getting help because he's lazy and he's uh, you know he's being allowed to get away with bad behavior so why, why should he get help and, and well, it was not that simple yes it really it really is it really is and um, I, uh, I I find that the reason, you know, if life is complicated, it's because we make it complicated. So what we do in New Thought is, um, is, is try to see what, like Phineas Quimby said, what wrong thinking is is present and how do we fix it. So let's let's take a look at some of this. We uh, we're talking about the four branches of crystal gazing, the visionary branch, which is seership. We haven't even gotten to that yet. Um, the receptive branch, which is induction or receiving, the projective branch, which is silent influence, and the transformative branch, which is crystal magic and healing. So 
we um, um, we've been talking a whole lot um, um, about the secrets of all this and um, the various techniques. And the real secret of any of this is concentration. And the real secret of any magic, the real secret of any um, mastery, the real secret of any uh, projection, reception, healing, seership, mastery of anything is concentration. And concentration is a very difficult thing. I, I find this to be true in any conversation I have with uh, almost anybody. Um, these days, information comes at us so fast, it's very, very difficult to stay on a topic for any length of time. And um, concentration, belief, um, uh, anything, anything like this, um, we, we have to believe that we can do it and we have to uh, keep concentration going um, uh, on that belief to the, to the point where we, um, we completely and totally understand that we can do this. Now, if we um, um, lack belief and we lack concentration, um, we're, we're never going to be able to do this. So we, um, we start with um, three times a day. training our minds toward the success uh, that we want. So in the morning, when we awaken, we begin to think the proper thoughts. We don't wake up and going, oh, my God, <laughs> another day of, uh, you know, of, uh, you know, happy, happy, crappy. We, uh, we wake, and the moment we wake up, we don't make an inventory of our aches and pains and our miseries and our problems. You know, good God. Uh, you know, we fill up a sack full of misery. Uh, but each morning when we wake up, we begin to think about how happy we are, strong, masterful, victorious, and free. We're free to uh, create our destiny. We clarify our minds. Uh, I don't get out of bed until I know what I'm going to do first thing, which is usually make coffee. But uh, you clarify your minds, and then you make it receptive to the gift waves that are being sent by dedicants of the Crystal Silence League. They're being sent 24 hours a day somewhere in the world. You open your mind to that to receive the thoughts of love and prosperity and health and wealth and uh, uh, giving that are being sent 24 hours a day. And furthermore, these waves that are sent don't dissipate, and they've been being sent since the beginning of time. Uh, Yogic masters have been sending these out since thousands and thousands of years ago. So you receive these these waves. So you go into the silence, if only briefly, and all these messages of affirmations will pour into you. And usually they come from the east. So wherever the sun is rising, that's where you'll look. You'll you'll go to the east and pull these thoughts into you in the morning. You receive it and you believe it. And then you send out your own first mental induction. You know, if, even if it's only gratitude, you send out, you know, thank you. You know, thank you. Here's some for you, too. 
then you look for opportunities and chances. You become aware, you send your antenna out for your opportunities and your chances. Uh, this is where I see real problems. If your nose is stuck in your phone all day looking at um, um, distractions, now I'm not saying that your phone can't be an opportunity. Um, if you're looking for opportunities on your phone, that's one thing. Uh, I conduct some business on my phone, I really do. I talk to some of my friends. Um, but the whole time I'm doing that, there are all these things popping up designed to distract me and to pull me away. And there's people waving at me that I don't even know. You know, so-and-so's waving at you. So-and-so's poking you. So-and-so's trying to catch your attention. And uh, uh, there's all these uh, news stories about stuff that I, I, I couldn't care less about and all this stuff trying to distract me and take me away from what I'm focused on. Um, but be alert. And look, watch chance, all sides. There's stuff trying to come at you every day. Be alert. Be alert mentally and be alert physically as well. And mind your own business. And by that, you know, mind your business. Tend your business. Let your business grow. And let other people mind their business. Don't try to mind somebody else's business. And by business, I mean exactly that, their business. If your business is... Uh, writing a book, if your business is spirituality, if your business is um, uh, banking, if your business is lawyering, mind your business. Let other people mind their business. Try to um, be self-sufficient as much as possible. Don't depend on a lot of people. We're interdependent, but don't be too dependent. And don't tell everybody everything you know. Uh, the more you leak the there's a, there's a, a kind of a weakening to that. These, this is all advice uh, Mr. Conlon gave out. Um, and um, if somebody gives you advice, weigh it, weigh it carefully. Have have on hand a, a group of um, people who know a lot more than you do about what you do, and listen to them. Uh, don't go out and just listen to everybody. I, I see people go on Facebook and say, uh, what do y'all think I should do about this? And then a million people weigh in on it. And just because a uh, hundred people say you should do something doesn't mean that they know any better. Understand that public officials are elected by the majority, usually. Um, it didn't happen this time um, because of the electoral college, but still enough people have to get together. Uh, a mass amount of people have to express an opinion. Uh, to make certain things happen. And uh, in, in most cases, uh, the majority uh, do put public figures in office. And uh, uh, do you really think the better man or woman wins every time? I, I don't know. So at night, you let go of all the negativity of the day before you go to bed. That's that's a necessity. I'll stay up till 3 a.m. if I still have negative thoughts, but I'm very good at letting it go. I'm very good at letting it go. You you sift out all the negative thoughts, anger, anxiety, etc. You hold on to the positive, and uh, you uh, this is like your housekeeping. You do at the end of the day. If if you're not worrier, if you're a person who goes to bed at night and worries, um, 
I think it's a good idea to set aside some time before bedtime, like four o'clock or something, to get your fretting done. You just sit down. If you're a person who writes, sit down with a notepad and get just sit there and get your worrying out. And then at night, if you're sitting there trying to say, no, no, I've, I've already done that. You know, if your mind, if your brain is trying to talk to you, say, no, I've already gone over this brain. Shut up. So then you, um, you, uh, you take deep breaths, oxygenate your body. And as you breathe, as you breathe, you reaffirm those things that you have started your day with. And you, you say these things that I have sent out this morning have occurred. They've come true. And you have to summon your, your faith in it. And, uh, and then if you work with crystals, you have a crystal, you know, by your bed or next to your bed. And you sit there and work with your crystal for a minute. You go into the silence and work with your crystal. And you send power to the West this time to send, go around the world. And you support the prayers and the desires and the wishes of those you send out affirmations to them uh, for their morning and let it go around the world. And then you do whatever ritual you need to go to sleep. And this is what we call the daily method in crystal silence sleep. Um, I'm often asked, how do you go into the silence? Uh, and I've discussed it a lot. And it's it's simple. And it's easy, but it is a knack. And um, uh, but only a handful of people ever really seem to put the time necessary into it um, to uh, be able to do it at will. Um, um, and uh, going into the silence is not something that just occurred with new thought it's it's very old um mr conlon in one of his writings uh said um and uh some of the very old writings um brought a quote out uh it said he who would hear the voice of silence has to learn the nature of the intense and perfect concentration of the mind upon some one inferior object accompanied by complete abstraction from everything pertaining to the external universe or the world of our senses. So you, you quit listening to the voice of the many, all the chatter around us, and you may discern the clear inner sound. And before the mind can truly hear this, the harmony has to be obtained within the stillness and mr conlon says then and only then shall you be able to forsake the sounds that are false and enter at last into the realm of the true and what he's talking about is the voice of the inner self and um he he says, well, why, do, why do you want to do this? Why do you want to go into the silence? And he says, well, there's various reasons for it, but the most important object is that to do so is that it's the best way to come in contact with the world of the spirit. And um, he said that there are many people who become very alarmed if by any miracle before they're ready, they find themselves in the world of the silence, separated completely from the world of outer motion and noise. 
And most people are very afraid to be alone in the outer silence. And this is true. If you put people in sensory deprivation, uh, most people feel a sense of panic. And uh, those who feel that way, those people who are afraid of being alone with themselves, should not try in this present time to enter the silence. But over time and with practice, um, uh, they can certainly do so. Uh, the people I found who have difficulty going into the silence have difficulty with quiet in general. They usually have something going on. They have music going, the TV going, um, something. They've always got something going. Uh, I've, I've worked with some people, and uh, I'll, I'll just say, let's just sit here for a minute, and let's just be quiet. Just sit here and, and just listen. And I'll, I'll be quiet for a little bit, and they'll, they'll get really fidgety, and then they'll say, after a while, it's like this. They'll go, okay, now what? And I'll say, I just want you to listen. To what? What am I listening for? What's supposed to happen? Is something supposed to happen? And yeah, they, they can't stand it. And uh, uh, so uh, th that silence makes them very, very uncomfortable. And uh, so uh, there are um, different types of people. And uh, Mr. Conlon says uh, it's possible there may be that people can be divided into two sorts, those who receive uh, only from the outside and those who can create power within themselves. And those who uh, are external people, he says, uh, drift along, and those who are internal people control themselves. And while they may stand alone, they constantly receive help from others. So he says there'll come a time when you who may have been merely drifting along with the tide with no thought of whether or why will make an effort to step aside from the mainstream. And you may be casting around for some place where you can stand firmly and you'll want to get your bearings, consider what this whole world is about. And it's then that you're ready to enter the silence to become a center of power yourself, capable of acting from within and impressing your thoughts on the outer world instead of only receiving those of other people. And whenever you feel a real desire to enter the silence, you'll have reached a certain period in your development. And it may not be possible at first for you to enter the silence. You can't expect to do, do it the same way that you would sit down to have your photograph taken. But the fact that you desire to do it is proof that it's time at least for you to try. And what he says you find in the silence is a very simple thing. He says, You'll find a strong desire that you must devote your life for the benefit of mankind. He said, selfish people will never find the silence. He says, the selfish striver lives to no purpose. And to the person who does not undertake beneficial work in life, he finds that his life is being lived in vain. Let's go to station identification and we'll be right back. The LMC Radio Network is a media alliance whose excellent shows include The Lucky Mojo Hoodoo Rootwork Hour with Catherine Ironwood and Conjurman Ollie, Sundays, 3 to 4.30, The Crystal Silence League Hour with John St. Germain, Tuesdays, 5 to 6, 
The Witch, the Priestess, and the Cauldron, with Elvira Love and Phoenix LeFay, Fridays 1 to 2. And Blue Flag Root Radio with Lady Muse, Fridays 7 to 8. All time specific, add three hours for Eastern, sponsored by the Lucky Mojo Curio Company in Forestville, California, and online at luckymojo.com. And we're back. Mr. Conlon teaches in um, his writings, and we have it in the Secrets of the Crystal Light, uh, Science book, uh, a simple detachment exercises, um, which are a form, a form of meditation. Uh, it's a form of uh, insight meditation, interestingly enough, where you sit comfortably and you breathe, you take deep breaths, and you, you must be free of interruptions. There's nothing more irritating than trying to meditate and the phone rings or you're getting texted or the uh, kids are bothering you or uh, you get pinged and dinged and everything. Nothing more ir- irritating. Uh, and uh, uh, this is a form of meditation with a crystal so that you and your crystal become uh, used to each other. And you sit in an easy position. You can do the lotus position. Um, I did the lotus position for decades. Uh, even at 60, I can fold up like a chair. To my wife's amazement, I sit on the edge of the bed every morning and drink coffee with her before she goes to work, and I just sit there in the lotus position and, uh, you know, just fold up and comfortably, and she's just amazed I can do it, but I did it since I was a kid, and uh, it's just natural to me when I sit, I just fold up, um, and um, uh, so you, you place the crystal uh, before you hold it in your hand or however you want to look at it, and uh, you just relax. Just breathe until you relax. I've seen people uh, when I'm teaching to meditate, they're they're really trying to be straight and uh, uh, tense and uh, relax. Let your body relax, and uh, um, you should have natural light. And uh, when you meditate, you do not close your eyes. That's that's kind of a misnomer. You're likely to fall asleep. And uh, I, I may have told this before, but I've had a lot of people say, "Oh, I think I've achieved." Uh, uh, some some kind of bodhi or I've entered jhana because uh, I I close my eyes and when I open them like 30 minutes or an hour passed and I said you idiot you fell asleep you know you, you didn't stop your thoughts you fell asleep uh, that was first brought to my attention when I think I was 15 and I told one of my teachers that I said I was looking at the clock and uh, I closed my eyes and opened it and it's like the hands just jumped forward uh, 45 minutes and and he hit me in the back of the head, and he said, "He said, you fool, you fell asleep, because that's not, that does not, you know, dropping time has nothing to do with meditation, uh, jhana, uh, samadhi, kensho, or enlightenment, because uh, meditation is, uh, you're alert, you're alert and aware during meditation, you don't lose time, you don't drop out, you don't lose consciousness, if you lose consciousness, you fell asleep. And uh, it, it amuses me because everyone does that. If you're on a Buddhist forum, it's like, yes, last night, I know I, I, I had an experience. I, I completely left my body and lost time. And uh, a lot of out-of-body experiences are the same way. People said, oh, yeah, I astral planed, whatever the hell that means. And uh, I said, y- you know, you're probably asleep and dreaming, but, you know, I, I don't like to crush people. There are very few 
very few people who can actually leave their body and go to the astral plane. Um, um, it's very, very rare. And, uh, but, you know, not on Facebook, apparently. Um, uh, not on Facebook. Um, so um, you, you relax. You relax. Now, watch your mind. Now, just observe your mind. Don't try to control it. Don't try to change it. Don't try to silence your mind. To do so is going to be very frustrating, and you'll give up. Just um, observe your thoughts. See where they go. Um, like you're a people watcher, but you're watching your thoughts. And you may be appalled and surprised at the multitude of things that happened. Um, you really don't know how restless and junky your mind is until you try this. Um, your mind is so cluttered and full of stuff. And um, there's a rising and falling, as they say in Buddhism, a rising and falling of these thoughts, these mind objects. Um, but the more you breathe and observe and don't try to control it, eventually the mind will quiet down and um, look to you for direction. Now, in Buddhism, they say, well, you know, who is you? <laughs> you know, where is this I? Uh, don't twist yourself into not worrying about that. Just don't. Now you want to concentrate on your body. Um, and um, you'll realize that the body and the thoughts are not you. Then you'll realize that they're really, you know, you can't locate a you. Um You'll understand that um, pain, pleasure, heat, cold, uh, life, death, none of these things really touch or have anything to do with you. They're, they're all the same. They're, they're states of, uh, um, um, they're just concepts. And truly, uh, I'll, and I'll tell you, if you get to the point where hunger, thirst, pain, pleasure, uh, hot, cold are all the same, you're you're really close uh, to to liberation. You're very close, and truly, you just sit and observe. You don't have to do anything. Just sit, observe, sit, observe, and be patient, and be alert. And at, in time, you'll realize that um, this self that we think of as I is a body of etheric energy. And that the, the thing we think of as the body, uh, these thoughts that arise, these feelings that arise are uh, components. They're, they're, in Buddhism, they're called skandhas. And that there is a uh, something that arises from all this that we think of as self. Now, you'll notice that um, when you're in this quiet meditation, very little breathing is necessary. Uh, you, you're not hungry and you're not thirsty. You can stay in this state for a long, long time. Um, uh, all these emotions, fear, anger, greed, uh, uh, will pass away. They, they won't touch you. Um, uh, if you if you happen to be grieving about something, um, angry about something, it'll all this stuff will pass away. Now you're starting to approach the state of going into the silence. Now, if you get to the point where you can shut out everything and uh, you can 
approach that kernel of consciousness that passes on after the disintegration of the body, what some people would call the soul, then you've, you've entered the realm of absolute causation, the ultimate silence. And, and I, will, I will tell you, brother, and I will tell you, sister, you can become a person of great power. You can motivate and create tremendous change and tremendous things. So, if you can get to that point. Now, most of us who will travel this can enter the room. You know, you can enter the silence and you can uh, manifest great things for yourself and for others. But, oh, if you can get to that. Oh, that, oh, that little bit there. Oh, my goodness gracious. Um, that one little place there. Uh, when I was uh, doing research for uh, the expansion of um, Mr. Conlon's work when I was writing Crystal Magic, oh, let's see if I can find it. Um, uh, well, I had it. Um, oh, anyway, I... Uh, it occurred to me that Mr. Conlon had done a great deal of study of Tibetan yoga. And those uh, manuscripts and those teachers had uh, made their way to Western thought for a long time, really since the time of Marco Polo. And if you wanted to, you could get trained in those. Um, you know, Madame Blavatsky and the Theosophist certainly did. And uh, the Pali Text Society had been translating Buddhist and Tibetan, Tibetan Buddhists and uh, um Pali Buddhist text into English for a while, and uh, I, uh, I started looking into my own collection, and in the uh, a, a text called the Epitome of the Great Seal, there's teachings, and th these were very secret teachings for a long time, the Tantric Yoga, there, there was passages about how uh, uh, advanced yogins would send out what was called a gift wave to their uh, disciples and the disciples would receive them through the top of their head. And these gift waves could be anything. Uh, they could be power. They could be health. They could be energy. They could be um, um, any number of things. And I said, this sounds exactly like what Mr. Conlon was teaching, but there had to be a period of preparation of meditation to be able to receive this. And uh, uh, that phrase gift wave uh, translated from Tibetan into English um, really stuck with me because it sounded a lot like what uh, Mr. Conlon was talking about. So when we reach this point of uh, shaking loose from the body, entering the silence and shaking loose from the distraction of the body and going into the silence, we focus all of our attention inward uh, into this area that we call the soul. We can call it the soul. Um, we begin to realize that there's this um, uh, area of illumination and um, that, that you enter. This um, 
area of great force, great power. And um, you charge your being with this force that Mr. Conlon called dynamic thought, and it will brighten your intellect, and it will give you a supercharged type of energy, and you'll develop a, a ability to anticipate actions in your life and anticipate opportunities in your life and begin to be aware of the, the people that will enter your life, the opportunities that will enter your life, and the actions that will enter your life. we got to wind up now, but we'll pick up next week where we left off. And um, you know the Reverend loves you, and, you know, good night. See you next time. Yeah.